Do you have a tricky work problem that you need to solve? I have a great podcast recommendation for you featuring a pair of expert women. Whether you're just starting your career or a seasoned professional, check out Fixable, a podcast from TED. Hosted by Harvard professor Frances Fry and her wife, leadership coach Ann Morris, the brilliant duo provide honest, actionable advice to help you navigate everything from a gaslighting manager to returning to work after parental leave. They'll leave you feeling empowered and ready to act. Listen to Fixable wherever you get your podcasts. Earlier this week, my guest Lena Derhali and I talked in episode 20 all about how to avoid toxic workplaces, a hugely important topic that I feel so strongly about. But listen, your workplace doesn't have to be all that bad to justify thinking about your next move. If you're looking for growth and progress in your career, you have got to be able to identify when you've plateaued at any particular workplace. It's not always easy to tell when you're in a dead-end job, especially if you're fairly happy with your colleagues and compensation. But when your ambition isn't nurtured, it's easy to lose it altogether. Now, that's not to say you always have to be driving forward in your career. I'm a big believer in the value of a bridge job when you need it. You know, a job just to tide you over, pay the bills, keep the lights on while you're focusing on other aspects of your life, like your health, your family, or just having more fun. But if you are striving for that next level in your career, here are three ways to tell when that level is not going to come from your current workplace. Warning sign number one is when your boss has a very narrow understanding of your value and skill set. My friend, we'll call her Elle, a technology consultant, recently transitioned to a new role at a new company. And along the way, she earned herself a whopping 42% salary increase. So yeah, boss. It's not that she was all that unhappy at her prior job. They had, after all, given her the chance to start consulting for the first time ever in her career. And she'd been given different, challenging projects to work on and grew a ton by being thrown into the deep end at the very start of her tenure there. Elle thrived in that challenging, fast-paced environment. But after a few years, it became clear that upper management only really wanted her to focus on one particular skill set, client-facing consulting. Elle wanted to move up in the ranks and work diligently with her supervisor to make sure she was on track for a promotion. But come year-end reviews in her third year working there, despite her manager's strong endorsement, the promotion never materialized and she was told it was due to budgetary constraints. It turns out her employer really liked Elle's work right where it was in her current role, and they didn't want to lose that talent by moving her up the pipeline. They were only really interested in the narrow set of skills she had already been bringing to the table, not providing an opportunity for future growth. And as a business owner myself, I completely understand how this can happen sometimes. The immediate needs and interests of the employer don't always align perfectly with the needs and interests of the employee. And you have got to be willing to see that for what it is and make your plans to move on without taking it personally. 
A second key sign, your manager can't articulate a clear path for your growth. Now, in Elle's case, her direct manager was doing all that they could to help her land that promotion, and it still didn't work out at that company. So if your boss can't work with you to paint a clear picture of how you can grow, what the next step might look like, and how you can work up to it, that's also a pretty clear sign you might be at a dead end. Now, that doesn't mean you should walk into your boss's office three months after starting to ask about a promotion, but it does mean that during the hiring process, annual reviews, and even more regular check-in meetings about your role and responsibilities, you should be listening attentively and even asking about the growing needs of the organization and how your role could expand to help meet those needs. The reality is, in today's workforce, managers who can't clearly lay out a path for employee advancement aren't going to be able to keep those employees around for more than a few years. So finally, one more sign to look out for is even if you could imagine a promotion at this company and your manager can articulate that to you, it doesn't interest you. Maybe you don't want to manage a team, or perhaps you're not interested in all the work travel that comes with the promotions that your company offers. It's okay to acknowledge that what others in your office aspire to doesn't look like your ambition. If you are craving something new at work, a growth opportunity, or a way to stretch yourself beyond what you've been doing, and the promotions available to those in your company do not get you excited, it's time to start exploring your options elsewhere. Does this sound like you? Or have you ever used these key indicators to realize that you were at a dead-end job and needed to make a change? I want to hear about it. Share your experience in the comments section of this episode at bossedup.org slash episode 21, or as always in the Bossed Up Courage community on Facebook. And if you're ready to identify your next boss move and leave with an action plan for making it happen, consider joining me at Bossed Up Bootcamp, our flagship weekend-long training program for women navigating career transition. Our next one's coming up soon in Chicago on June 16 and 17, and you can learn more and register now before we sell out at bossedup.org slash bootcamp. Let's face it, speaking up at work can be really hard to do, especially for women and women of color. When the stakes are high and you've already worked so hard to just be the only woman in the room and you want to get everything right, you want to have all your facts and figures accurate before making your voice heard, it's just so much easier to stay silent instead. Researcher Deb Chahansky calls this loss of voice phenomenon. And It actually emerges in adolescent women at greater rates than men, and it sticks with us for the rest of our lives. Self-silencing behavior can actually become an unconscious habit unless we consciously engage in practicing our assertive communication skills. And we here at Bossed Up have set out to help women like you do just that. Speak up 
my live assertive communication course is back open for enrollment and we're kicking off a new cohort launching this June. Over the course of eight life-changing weeks, you'll have access to interactive online curriculum and live weekly practice sessions where you, Irene and I, and a cohort of fellow Speak Up bosses who are owning their voice, overcoming the social messages that have taught us to keep silent, and really learning to strategically and assertively communicate when it matters most, we'll actually have the practice time to rewire our brains, create new neural pathways, and build better habits when it comes to speaking up with confidence and precision and assertively communicating in the workplace. Learn more and enroll today to secure your spot at bossedup.org speakup. That's bossedup.org speakup.